you ever been in a family fight over money before? I can't imagine how stressful that's got to be. Well, she received her inheritance money and the way that she wants to spend it, her sister is like losing her mind over. So should that stop her from using the inheritance money the way she wants to? You can help us decide today with Ask My Mom on the show. Welcome. Hi, my name's Kramer, and I am proud to admit that I am a mama's boy. You're not just any mama's boy. You're a certified mama's boy. And this is the Certified Mama's Boy Podcast. It is the 25th of August, and this is a daily podcast that we do called Certified Mama's Boy. It is, uh, it's myself, hi, and my mom, and we have three principles. It's live, laugh, love your mom. That means we live our lives out loud. We laugh a lot, and we love my mom, my co-host, Nancy Yancey. Hi, mom. Hi, honey. Chicago-style pizza is the absolute best style of pizza that's out there. Oh, and I will, is I will, I will die on that hill of... <laughs> Chicago-style pizza. Do you know what, what I'm talking about, Mom, Chicago-style? Not really. No. So Chicago-style is where it's like the really thick crust. Mm. Uh, actually, you know what? Let me let me read this. Um, mm, like a pan uh, pizza? Yeah. So Chicago-style mm. pizza is pizza prepared according to seven different styles. Okay. Um, yeah, it's basically a, a deep dish pizza. Oh, yeah. Oh, yum. And in Chicago, what they do, and they take forever to make. Mm. Uh I'll tell you a story in a minute how my <laughs> how for some reason I end up paying thirty nine dollars for a pizza, but um, I um, I want to argue that the deep like the thin crust. If you like thin crust, there's something there's something wrong with you. Mm. We're, we're not here for paper. Like we came we came for the good stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like we want we want the full experience of the crust. We don't want the uh, – there's some people that love – my ex-wife loves thin crust. Like That's cardboard. I should have, yeah, I should have known that this was going to be in a divorce because <laughs> we were so not crust compatible. <laughs> and I think – honestly, I mean like all jokes aside, crust compatibility is a big deal because <laughs> oh, there's no compromise. You can't get like half deep dish, half thin crust. No. Uh-uh. You know? Right. All you can do is, is just get the one style of pizza. Yeah. And for the rest of your life, you're going to be stuck with that person that's going to order the, the style that you don't like in the first place, you know? Unless you win. Yeah. Or maybe stuck with you. Maybe you just get yours the whole time, you know? Like what's – you You prefer deep dish, yeah, mom? Oh, yeah. What about dad? Does he also like deep dish? Mm, no. So um, we order separate pizzas. How do you how, – how would you order two separate pizzas like that? Well, you can get them in different sizes here. So you would just get two get smalls? Small, uh-huh. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, I guess that's also a possibility. No, yeah. no point in getting divorced over crust. It's <laughs> not that serious. <laughs> I used to, you know, my favorite, my favorite style of pizza. Let's, let's talk about pizza restaurants really quick. Mm-hmm. Um, do you? Does anybody remember when Pizza Hut had? I don't remember what, but it was like a square, like this giant square of pizza. Oh yeah, and we it used was called to like the Bigfoot. Is that what it was called, that. the Bigfoot? I don't, I don't know. What let it me was let me called. do some googling here. Um, the Bigfoot pizza. I know somebody knows what I'm talking about right now. Don't make me feel stupid. Um, Bigfoot uh, Pizza Hut. Okay, here we go. Yes. Yes. Was that it? Yes. Uh, that <laughs> was what it was. But I need to figure out exactly what it was. But I really – I loved this. It was just okay. a regular pizza, but it was in a square. The big, But it was like the crust was like legit. Uh, mm. The Bigfoot Pizza was sold from 1993 – 
uh, to the mid nineties by pizza. Hut. It was a large size pizza. It was 12 inches by 24 inches or two f- square feet. Mm-hmm. And it was cut into 21 slices and made f- ideal for parties. Mm-hmm. I just remember it being, wasn't it like a really thick crust as well. I don't remember that the crust was thick. It wasn't like cardboard. It was delicious. It was a delicious pizza. I love that one. Mm-hmm. Also, I'll tell you who else has a really great deep dish pizza is BJ's. Have you ever been to BJ's, oh, Mom? It's like yeah. this kind of like yeah, Applebee's style house. restaurant. That's really good. Anyway, I got screwed into a $39 oh, no, pizza. I was thinking of BJ's Warehouse. No, BJ's, no. it's a restaurant kind of like, it's uh-uh. like a, a smidge fancier than Applebee's, but like no. just barely a step up. Yeah, I don't know it. Okay, let me just explain to you. I've, I spent $39 oh, on a pizza <laughs> in Chicago. <laughs> so keep in mind, there's not a lot of people like me in this world that had let's suffer from every dietary <laughs> restriction. And I knew actually I was kind of sad because keep in mind the last time that I went to Chicago, I was in Chicago last week, by the way, for a, um, a radio conference. And it sucks because most, I mean, you don't go there for like the yoga and the, um, you know, the clean eating people go there to like destroy their livers and you oh, know, not really think twice about their lives. Uh, so, <laughs> I really, I was one thing I was really going to be upset about is the last time I went there, I had the most delicious deep dish pizza. Yeah. Um, ever. I mean, having a Chicago deep dish pizza in Chicago, like it's, it's like nowhere else. Mm. So I, um, I really wanted to get, uh, so now since last time I went there, I'm now vegan, right? Right. I'm also gluten free, which right. there's nothing more glutinous than a deep dish pizza. Yes. So I had to spend like a week. Trying to find a gluten-free, vegan, deep dish pizza. Good gosh. And luckily, I was able to find one place in the whole entire city that could give me both those things, which is pretty incredible, to be honest with you. Yeah. Now, okay. So now the next part, that was was step one. Next step is I had to convince someone to go with me. (laughs) Because... Like who in their right mind is going to want a vegan gluten-free <laughs> pizza? So there's this woman uh, that uh, I, she was a consultant of mine, great friend. Uh, we, I basically convinced her that, Hey, I'll treat you. It's my treat. Dinner's on me, but I'm going to need you to go eat vegan gluten-free pizza. Right. <laughs> so, and I didn't do a lot of research how much, I mean, like, Pizza costs like 20 bucks. You know what I mean? 20 yes. bucks easily hands down. Yeah. You know, so we get there and I I saw the the menu price for this vegan pizza and it was $31. Uh, and I was like, damn, that's, Ooh. that is. With how many toppings? Steep. I mean, it was like kind of low. I would say loaded. It had like fake sausage in it, had yeah. some bell peppers, um, some jalapenos, mm. but I mean, still, we're still talking. This is a regular Ooh. pizza. We're talking like $12, you know, but whatever yeah. it's vegan. You're going to pay the upcharge. And what size is it? Uh, I'd say maybe, maybe 12 inches if I had to. Oh, okay. Somewhat small, but you know, here mm. we are. This uh-huh. is the only one in town. Now they offer the gluten-free crust. Uh-huh. What they didn't tell me is that the gluten-free crust was $8. Oh no! On top of the thirty-one, oh total, yeah, thirty-nine dollars. It was thirty-nine dollars. <laughs> oh, well, I hope you ate it all. I couldn't even finish it. We have oh, no. I mean, I literally was stuffing it in my because it's so thick. You know, a Chicago-style oh, pizza. They put the sauce on the top, 
right? So it's, yeah. if you've never seen it before, it's literally like it's the it's the toppings. I think it goes toppings, cheese, sauce. Uh huh. And it's thick, like it's so thick. So I ate two slices of this, and I was so full. But I'm like, I paid thirty nine dollars. <laughs> did she like it for this pizza? She did, yeah, for what it was worth. Yeah, good. She liked it. Good. Um, but I, I shoved another piece down my throat because I was like, I just paid thirty nine dollars. Oh, People come to man. me and they're like, Hey, I'm thinking about going vegan. <laughs> what what should I know? I'm like, just be prepared for nonsense like this. Eight dollar gluten free crust, like what? Yeah, I know it it's good. expensive. It was, it's expensive. It was I I will seriously, but I'll argue to the to the my dying day <laughs> that gluten. I mean, sorry that uh, that uh, deep dish pizza is the absolute best style, mm-hmm. and there should be no competition for that. Let's try to help my mom put a dollar amount on this because I think the price of manual labor has gone up. Probably a supply chain issue. I'm not sure. <laughs> um, because what my, what my mom wants to offer these two boys, they're going to come to her house to do some some work. I, I it seems it seems a smidge low, but let's see if we can figure this out. Mom, what's happening? So uh, these two boys, one is a, a college freshman and the other is a freshman in high school. And I am having them over to move a desk, um, to bring a big bed upstairs from the garage. Well, let's so let's, let's when you say move a desk, let's get some more mm-hmm. specifics here. So move a desk from where to where? Okay, from one bedroom to the apartment. So basically, from one bedroom to another. That same flight of stairs? No, okay, it's not going to go. Yeah, that, so it's got to go. We got to get go. specific here. Yes, yeah, got to go down the stairs and then up the garage stairs. So uh, down a flight of stairs and up a flight of stairs. Correct. Okay. All right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, that's that's number one. Number two. And probably the door is going to have to come off to get okay. through the door. Okay. Let's add okay, that on there as well. That's that. Okay. And then we're moving the king size bed frame, the headboard, the footboard, and the side rails mm-hmm. from the garage. To the upstairs, okay. Bedroom. So, mm-hmm. is anything that have been taken apart? No, it's already apart. So it's already so there's a bed frame that's already taken apart. And what mm-hmm. size bed frame is this? King size. King size, and that includes the headboard. Headboard, footboard, and side rails. And they've got to go up one flight of stairs. Correct. Okay. Anything else? Ah, uh, yeah. We're moving a rocker down two flights of stairs. <laughs> okay. And we're we're moving- talking about a rocking chair. <laughs> And we're moving another rocking chair next door to the bedroom it's in now. And um, an occasional chair with an ottoman into a room What's an occasional chair? It's just like, you know, like a regular chair you just sit in, like an armchair. Okay. All right. And it has to move where now? To another bedroom next, well, across the hall. Same same floor? Uh Uh-huh. Okay. Uh Anything else? I think that's about it. Okay. What do you what dollar amount have you put on to this manual labor? Okay, well I'm thinking it's going to take them about an hour to mm-hmm. do all this. Okay. And I'm thinking about forty dollars. Forty dollars <sighs> an hour. It sounds low to me. Does it? And they're how old again? They're freshmen in high school, freshmen in college. So, okay, back in the day, I think that would have been okay for for my generation 20 yeah. years ago. Yeah. I feel like it's probably changed 
Now, we got to keep in mind, depending on where you live in the country, in California, that may seem cheap. Again, we're talking Georgia dollar, rural Georgia dollars now. Mm-hmm. But $40 to, to move, think about all these flights of stairs. They got to go up and they got to go down. They got to go up. They got to go down. Are you going to make them set the bed frame up as well? No. Who's going to set the bed frame up? I'm going to come back another day and do that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Why can't they just do it now? This seems like it's a waste of time. It's you might as well throw it into $40. No, it's too much in one day. Too much. I, does $40 sound low to you or do I just sound ungrateful? I just feel like at that point it's $40 like- $40 an hour. Yeah, I know. But which, I mean, that I, I'm sure for, for you know, if I was working at, uh, at Burger King, mm-hmm. that might be a solid investment. But to move all that furniture, I don't think that I would do it. This is what I said. I'm out of the business of moving furniture. Like you can only <laughs> do it so many. T- and keep in mind, they're still, they're still fine, right? Like yeah. I can't tell you how many flights of stairs I have moved furniture in my Ooh. lifetime. Ooh, I can't I can even tell you. Some really bad moves. Yeah, like Ooh. I will never. I'll try not to live on the third floor again because I was just mm-hmm. awful that trying to get terrible. that up without any kind of elevator. <laughs> um, I yeah, I really try. I really hope that I've retired from. I I I wish I was retired from moving. Period. Right. But I'm thinking. <laughs> I'm just for forty dollars. I would think that would be about a hundred bucks. Yeah. Per kid. I mean, that would seem okay. fair to me. A hundred bucks. You come in. You work for an hour. It's a lot of, it's like, a because we're talking like manual stuff up and downstairs. I don't know that I, at that age, would have been able to do it. I mean, what is dad? Does dad think that's fair too? Oh, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I just, I can't. I don't know. It just seems a uh, smidge. What, what do you think? You want to sound off on this? For all that manual labor, does $40 sound like enough or is my mom living in? You know how like old people used to always downpay you for stuff? Like, I remember <laughs> no, my, I don't want to do that. My grandma's. These are, these are nice kids. I don't want to do that. She lived in like this. What, Maybe where, where I should ask Nancy? them. Maybe I should ask them how much they want. Well, they're never going to be honest with you. You I know, know. They'll, that's like, oh, the thing. they'll probably it. say, oh, no, it's fine. Yeah. Because I'm um, friends with their grandma. Granny Yancey used to live in this like old person. Was it like it was not a, a nursing home? Seneca, what was it? It's assisted living. No, no, the apartment. Like what was that? But it was like all old people there. Oh, yeah. At Cathedral Towers. Yeah, but well, like, what was what would you get? It's just it was just like an apartment, but it was like just for old people, right? Yeah, to get to be uh-huh. old to live there, right? So, um, I would get called in for this kind of stuff all the time, right? Mm-hmm. But I always felt like these old people would use the power of being old to try to like downplay me. <laughs> like I would go do the same kind of stuff, oh. right? I'd be moving stuff for hours, yeah, and then all of a sudden they'd be like, "Okay, thank you. Here's two quarters." And I'm like, <laughs> "I'm I'm 25, like." <laughs> I, have a, I have a college degree. <laughs> I just feel like my time might be more worth. Okay, forty bucks. I don't know, mom know that sounds fair or not. Do you? It just sounds a little on the uh, low end. Forty I got bucks a banger. each. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got a banger for you today. This is mm-hmm. I saw this on Reddit this morning. I was prepping the radio show. Uh, the topic was what's the best thing your therapist ever said to you? Now, Whoa. if you don't know, we're uh, we are big into therapy on this show. And I mean, a lot, I've had so many life-changing ahas Mm -hmm. in therapy, you know, Mm -hmm. um, the most recent one that I, you know, I think I've shared recently with you is, um, why, why are you addicted to the gutter? Like, Mm -hmm. why, why are you addicted to like the, the, the smut lifestyle, um, Mm -hmm. that, and this, this all summed from my time in, California and missing certain aspects of my old job. Right. Um, and she was like, why are you addicted to the gutter? Like, that's literally like, like oh, that place is garbage to you. Like what? <laughs> like, why would you do that? And I'm like, oh, that's pretty true actually. Um, so I want to go through some things that people said on Reddit and see if we can add some things of our own. Maybe these things that can spark 
spark some of your own things. And we'd love for you to share yours too, by the way, because I feel like these, like these aha moments in therapy are like, you know, life changing for a lot mm-hmm. of us, you know, mm-hmm. uh, this one too. I remember this and I still use this today. I am. I had a therapist tell me this probably when I was one of my earliest therapy sessions back in probably 2011, 2012. Mm-hmm. Uh, this person said, I'm not responsible for other people's feelings. In oh, most yeah. circumstances, their emotions are their own. Yes. God, I love that one, man. If you yeah. have not digested that so far, mm-hmm. I hope that you'll really think through that. You are not responsible for anyone else's feelings mm-hmm. ever. You know what I mean? You want to hear something funny about that comment? Sure. Yeah. Um, when I was at, at uh, Christ Church doing Father Joel's service, a woman came up to me and said to me, I was having issues with my mother-in-law, and those are the words I spoke to her. And she said that changed my whole relationship with her for the better because I realized I wasn't responsible for that. And it was so freeing. And I must have said that 20 years ago. I I feel like we are brought up to believe that, though, Uh you know? Like be, mm-hmm. you know, be, be nice, you mm-hmm. know, be. Oh yeah. Particularly know, in the South. Yeah. Like you can be on your best behavior. Be, mm-hmm. It's always about pleasing other people. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's really what, I mean, my whole childhood was that it was mm-hmm. just based on making other people feel a certain way versus, mm-hmm. you know, standing up for myself. And I've had to really work the last couple of years to, to do so, mm-hmm. to, to learn that it's not my responsibility. My responsibility is to be honest with you, you know, and to be a good person. Mm-hmm. And you're not always going to like what I have to say, but it's not my responsibility for how you feel about it, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, this person said, why are you still talking to your ex? <laughs> 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 yeah, sometimes it takes a couple times, doesn't it? <laughs> sometimes it uh, takes oh, a couple gosh. of times to hear that before you're eventually like, yep. <laughs> Why, why, like, why are we still doing this? I mean, that was how it was with, you know, the, the, the first one, AKA the toxic one. Um, I was like, we just like, I, I eventually came to a point where I was just like, why are we still talking? It's mm-hmm. not, it's not necessary. Mm-mm. There's nothing um, more to say. There's nothing else to say here. You know, mm-hmm. uh, this says waking up today already means you're winning because you did that. Uh, you hmm. almost didn't, and that's exactly where the thoughts belong in almost because they never happen and they never should. Keep waking up and keep winning. I like that, man. Mm-hmm. I remember my bad depression days, like when I could just like get up and go to work. Like that was that was like a win mm-hmm. for the day. I would tell myself, listen, let just just go in there and get through four hours of work. Mm-hmm. Literally, it's four hours. Mm-hmm. Put a smile on, get through it. And then, you know, you can get back to being depressed. But like, you can, I remember at the end of every, like driving home from work, I would be like, man, yes. You know, mm-hmm. like this is a, it felt good. It felt accomplished, you know? Mm-hmm. So sometimes just know that some days, like we do little victories on Friday. Some days or some weeks when you're like, I just got through it. Like, yes. Right. I feel That's that, right. you know? Uh-huh. Mom, you'll like this one. Take care of your inner child. Oh, How do you feel about that one? Love that one. Oh, my God. I spent multiple hours in therapy dealing with that. Oh, yeah. yeah, Absolutely. What does that mean? What does that mean to you? It means that there is a kid in all of us that may have gone through something 
probably did go through something in our childhood that that has affected our entire life, um, even as an adult. But we're not in touch with that little inner child to take care of it. Yeah. And sometimes you have to go back and just apologize and be okay with it and just take care of your inner child. Absolutely. Yep. Mm-hmm. How about this one? This is this one's pretty profound. You must allow your family members to ruin their lives, and they must allow you to ruin yours. Mm. That's called boundaries. Everyone is allowed to ruin or improve their own lives the way they want to. Mm-hmm. Ooh, that's a tough Man. one. Man, and I think that can go for friends as well, right? Yes. Like we we see some things. Like okay, for example. There's a friend that's in a relationship that I think is really not a good situation. Mm-hmm. And I I mean, I've got all these opinions that I can share, but but like it's not my 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 insight's not going to change anything. Mm-hmm. Especially know? if it's unsolicited. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like no, no, they like this person didn't ask me. They didn't ask right. me. Right. So like I, my, that's my thing is like, well, you know, as long as you're safe and happy, then you're just going to have to play the cards. I mean, I didn't mm-hmm. say that, but I was in my head of like, I just hope it goes well, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. And that's all that we can really do is same with your family members. Like yeah. you're not here to rescue them. Nope. But I sure they've, try. <laughs> <laughs> they've got, we got to learn these lessons the hard way, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm. Like it it's or not, tough. we got to. That's a tough yeah, one. That is such a tough one, especially if your if your child is is um, addicted and yeah. You know, but there's nothing you can do about it. it. You gotta, we got to ruin our own lives sometimes mm-hmm. to be able to improve them. Right. And there's really nothing that we that people can do on the outside. Yeah. Right, let me give. There's a, there's a ton of these. Let me give you a couple more that were upvoted the most. Um, you can't be helped if you're not willing to accept help and actively change. Mm, that's right. How do you feel about that? I agree with that. Yeah. Yeah, you have to want to change. Yeah. And you have to want it. No one else can want it for you or do it for you. It's true. You have to do it. Yep. Yep. Some it's of these things cannot you. be fixed from the most of these things cannot be fixed on the outside, you uh-uh. know? Nope. I love this one, man. You're gonna this is for all my single people, you're gonna love this one. Not every relationship is supposed to end with marriage. Oh. Learn well. something from each relationship and quit quit beating yourself up when it ends. Mm. It wasn't fe- it wasn't failure. It was an experience. Mm. I like that. Love that, right? Mm-hmm. I know a lot of people they break up. Oh my god, you know we. My life is over. Dating dating has become like an end goal to marriage, where like only only the winner should get there. You know, mm-hmm. not not the first available person. Right. Yeah. Um, sure. you know, many, many have come and gone from, from my life post-divorce <laughs> and, um, I mean, I, you know, the, the winner, the winner will get there mm-hmm. and that will be the, that will be the person that is, you know, is the right person. But I, I don't think every person I date, I'm supposed to marry. I don't, I, I don't have that philosophy. I don't. Or when you're dating to look at them as a potential spouse. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. Yep. Oh no, that's a big mistake. Uh, I'll give you one more. I said we were done, but this is a good one. Okay. Every bad day you've ever had, no matter how hard it was, you've overcome. So mm-hmm. we'll leave it at that. We'll get to our quote for mm, today, mom. That's so good. Those are so good. Yeah. This is from the Dalai Lama. Happiness is not something ready made. It comes from your own actions. We just kind of talked about that a little bit, didn't we? 
Yeah. I mean, you're responsible for your happiness. No one else is. So if you're not happy in something, you're the one that needs to change it. Whether it's a relationship, a job, whatever, whatever it is, if you're unhappy in that situation, it's up to you to make the change. Right. Mm -hmm. Well, since we haven't talked about it a lot and you guys feel like I'm hiding something from you, I get messages all the time from you guys saying, what happened with a radio contract? Mm. Um, I am officially about two weeks. Let me see. Nah, th- three weeks away from my contract being over. And at that point, we'll be able to share kind of mm-hmm. what's happening next. <laughs> um, certified fans, we'll talk to you a little bit earlier than everybody else, but um, kind of in private, but publicly, you know, we can talk about it. Uh, on the 9th of September will be the will be the big day. Mm. Um, you know, it's something I had to really figure out. You know, I think if you've listened to this podcast long enough, then I think you've kind of known that finding happiness has been a big priority. I think for a lot of us post-COVID, right? Mm-hmm. Like we were just kind of going along our own, our own merry way. Just kind of living that life, doing whatever. And then like, boom, COVID made us stop. And I think it made us rethink a lot of things. So we had a little bit more, well, just a different situation, different perspective than we had before, right? No, definitely. And so I've spent the last, I mean, I would say actively about six months figuring out like, what do I need to do professionally to be happy? Mm -hmm. And... I think I've, I think I've, I have, I have made the right decision. Mm-hmm. It's not necessarily going to be the easiest decision. Mm-hmm. Um, but when I really, through therapy, I've really been able to try to figure out like what is, if my goal in life is to be happy, which now it's changed from, I just want to be on the radio too. I just want to be happy. Mm-hmm. Right. Cause it used to just be, I just want to be on the radio. It's all that matters. Mm-hmm. It's all that matters. Yeah. So I've really been weighing a lot of different options. You know, it's, it was kind of like, do I want to stay in Baltimore? Because they did offer me, you know, a chance to renew my contract. Do I want to uh, pursue other radio opportunities? Do I want to get out of radio and do other things? Um, and that was kind of like spinning through my head of trying to figure out like what, which one of these options is going to make me happiest. Mm-hmm. And I think, I think I have come up with the best solution. Mm -hmm. So that's coming up. Uh, Give it a couple of weeks. We just got to wait for this contract to expire before I can say anything else Mm -hmm. professionally. Mm -hmm. So Cozy Earth Sheets is on our podcast today. We're happy to have Cozy Earth here. Cozy Earth has gotten me through uh, many of uh, many nights. (laughs) (laughs) Cozy Earth Sheets are the softest sheets you'll ever sleep on. I promise you that. I mean, I've never in my 39 years of life have ever slept on softer sheets. And I know that almost sounds like a sales gimmick. I promise no, you it's in not. in my almost 70 years of life, I've never slept on softer sheets than those. And Nancy Yancey would never lie to you to sell a product. Mm-mm, no, you got to know would that. Not. I so, wouldn't. <laughs> they are. They are ridiculously soft. And we're so thankful to have them on here for at least the next week and a half um, because they will be um, uh, our. Um, uh, we, we, I don't know what's going to happen with their contract after these 
next couple of weeks. Uh, so hopefully they're going to be back on. But I'm fearful that if we don't, you know, if you've been th- hearing these commercials for the last couple of months and you're like, man, I've been thinking about it. I want to get these really soft bamboo sheets, but mm-hmm. I've been putting it off. Like, don't put it off any longer because I don't know how much longer we're going to have this 40% off coupon, which is, by the way, the biggest discount they've ever offered. It's the same discount they offer friends and family, but they've never had 40% off. Like, if you go to their website, you'll see 20% off sales, 25% off sales, but 40% off, you always almost half off the price. Keep in mind, too, they're luxury sheets, so they're going to be a little bit pricier than what you might find at Target. But with that said, um, we uh, we want you to, to take that price, you know, take off the 40%, which is going to be the coupon code Kramer40, Kramer40. And then don't forget, it comes with a 10-year warranty. Like I guarantee you, no sheets on your bed right now have a 10-year warranty to them. They mm-hmm. usually don't last, they, they don't last 10 years. <laughs> But with Cozy Earth, they guarantee them for 10 years with, with this, you know, this this warranty. So it's, I promise you, dollar for dollar, it's the absolute best sheet you'll ever put on your bed. Go check them out for yourself. CozyEarth.com. CozyEarth.com. Your coupon code for this is going to be Kramer40. K-R-A-M-E-R-4-0 to get 40% off. At least go take a look at them and just see, you know, if it's if it makes sense to get these while you can because I don't know how much longer we'll have this discount. And I hate that. I always get so sad when you guys come to me months later and you're like, Hey, I heard you, you know, remember back in the day you had, you had this, I need a refill. And I'm like, well, they're not on right now. So I don't have that coupon. So make sure that you, you take advantage of it. Uh, also AG one is part of our podcast today. AG one is a scoop, a delicious scoop of AG one is a, a powder. You take every single morning and it's got 75 high quality vitamins, minerals, whole food sourced superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens. I started taking this. I actually heard it on a different podcast, and I was having digestive issues at the time, mostly the <laughs> um, the end part of the digestive issues. And I um, I wanted to uh, see if I could – what I needed to do to get more regular, if you will. So I started taking AG1. Boom, it's great. Mom, you started taking AG1. Mm-hmm. And what results did you see? Uh, better sleep. And no mid-afternoon slump. Plenty of energy for the day. Yeah. I just added it to my protein shake in the morning, and it's, it's great. I also bet if you took- stopped taking my multivitamins, which was a savings oh. of $55 a month right there. Dang. Yeah. So, yeah. I bet if you took two scoops in the morning, you probably move that furniture yourself up and down the stairs. <laughs> That's true. I heard that gives you superpowers, That's but if you true. take two scoops of this. <laughs> It is honestly, it's it's really good stuff. Um, the, the creator of this had was having all kind of issues, and um, it was gut health issues. And then put together this really complicated supplement routine is a hundred dollars a day. <laughs> like first off, what do you do? Who has a hundred dollars a day that can spend? <laughs> no joke. <laughs> like anyway, so what what he did was he kind of like narrowed it down and figured it out, and now he created Athletic Greens. It probably paid off though, I would assume, right? Because this, this brand is so this product is so big now. Mm-hmm. So probably four hundred dollars a day. He's probably getting his money back, you know, after creating this uh this oh, product. Yeah. <laughs> For you, it's less than three dollars a day. So you can do that. Uh, it's got over seven thousand five star reviews. If you haven't tried it yet. Go pick up a month and see what you think. Uh, to make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. And all you got to do is go to athleticgreens.com slash Kramer. Again, it's athleticgreens.com slash Kramer to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Okay, we are going to say hi to certified fans. So thankful for certified fans, by the way. 
This is the backbone of this podcast. If you enjoy this podcast, it's only possible because of certified fans. Mom, do you want to explain how certified fans help the show? Yes. They um, they contribute $6 a month to help us pay the bills. They become... Uh, they become um, members of our certified fans Facebook page. They get discounts on merch. They get mama text. They get the first for any breaking news, like perhaps the news that Kramer will have in a couple of weeks. And they get a shout out on a show on our Facebook page. Yep. And now we can get you uh, to help help support the show. Um mm-hmm. You know, we've got hundreds of people that do this, but we could really use your support. So if you text the word FANS, F-A-N-S, to 888-Kramer8, you can get a shout out on the show tomorrow. Be that easy. Today, we have no new certified fan. That's okay. Mm-hmm. We're going to spin our wheel. We've already hit our quota for the month, which is great. Yeah. Um, today, though, is certified fan number 93 is who's going to get all the love. We're going to focus only on 93. That goes way back. We're going way back on this one. So today mm-hmm. we are proud to dedicate this episode to Elizabeth Z. Elizabeth Z, which you don't see a lot of Z last names. You know, with the last name Yancey, um, I was always the last in class to turn in their yeah. work, which is great. But I was always the absolute last. There's never anybody after after Y. <laughs> right. That's my real last name, by the way, in case you didn't know. Um, and so – that was per- I never, but I would always be the absolute last one. But now we've got a Z, <laughs> so I guarantee you, you were the absolute last one. <laughs> no joke. Which was a blessing, I'm sure. And she obviously had no classes with you. No, did not. <laughs> um, she's from Chula Vista, California. We're very happy Excellent. to have you here. Thank you for your continued support. Now, since the 10th of June of 2020, you've been here. Oh, very wow. thankful for you. Let's give her some love, mom. Yes. Whoop whoop to Elizabeth Z. So yep. thankful for you. Thank you so much. Thanks, Elizabeth. Long the best. time dedication. And tomorrow we can shout you out. Text the word FANS, F-A-N-S, to 888-Kramer8. And thank you, by the way, to all of our certified fans. Hope we said that every, mm-hmm. you know, hope you understand it. If you're, even if you're not the certified fan, fan of the day, we still got a lot of love for you. The best. Mom, let's, um, let's do our um, Ask My uh, ask my Mom segment. So this is Ask My Mom. This is a uh, advice segment that we do on Tuesdays and Thursdays. And if you ever have a dilemma in your life and want to run it past my mom, has been a mom now for quite some time, all you got to do is go to certifiedmamasboy.com, hit contact, send us your story, and then we'll keep you anonymous, read your situation. My mom will give you some good motherly advice, and then we as a podcast fan will hop in as well. We talk about it also over on the Certified Fans page. So, mom, what's happening today? Dear Mama Nancy, my father died a few months ago. And his estate is being divided between me and my two siblings. I have enough money and don't really need the inheritance to live on. Still, I would like to have it, of course. I have no children, but my brother has three. My sister has been trying to have a baby for over a decade. I feel like my brother needs his share of the money. I told both of them that I was thinking of giving my share to him to help with his family finances, and maybe start a college fund for his kids. But my sister has another idea. She told me she needs the money for IVF, as it's her last chance to have a baby. I didn't offer it to her. I offered it to my brother, and I told her that. She asked if my brother's kids are more important than hers, and I said, well... Yes, the living children take priority 
over the imaginary. Mm. She's really angry now, but I look at it this way. It's my money. She's not entitled to it, and she has no right to tell me what to do with it. And now that she's making a big deal out of it, I feel even stronger about it. What should I do? Money causes so many issues in families, especially when it's, you know, someone that's died. Oh, my goodness. I've heard so many of these dilemmas so many times. And I so often break up families, and I hate that. Um, So I, I think I would, having said that, I think I would prioritize what can I do to keep my family together? I'm sure you love both of them and don't want to lose them. And, you know, if you don't feel like it's right to give her the money, then certainly, I mean, it is your money and you can do what you want to with it. But is it worth giving up a relationship with her? I think that's what I'd have to weigh in my heart um, because that, that could really sever that. Um, mm, that's so tough. I don't know. I don't know what I would do. I think I might be more inclined just to keep the money myself and not give it to either one rather than having a family feud over it. Let's go. Let's go back to the beginning of this podcast or you, you can hit the the back button about 22 times and get to this comment. You're not responsible for anybody else's feelings. Yeah. You know what I mean? So like how your sister feels about you. I mean, you're right. It's, it's your money. Yeah. It's your money. Also, why are you giving away your inheritance money? <laughs> like that's the first <laughs> thing when I read through this email, I was like, why the hell would you give away? Like, I don't care. Like, like keep your inheritance money. You don't know what's going to be down the road. You know, you can retire early. Like, does that sound selfish for me? My, my first piece of advice was keep the damn money. <laughs> We obviously don't know how much. She didn't say how much she. I haven't read it in a day now. Did, no, did she say how much no, it was? No, there's no dollar amount here. Yeah, so I don't. I mean, if it's, it's. I just feel like it's your money. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's very nice. But my first piece of advice is don't give it to anybody else. Mm, yeah. My second piece of advice is you're not responsible for anybody. Like, like how your sister feels about it is really none of, none of you, none of your concern. Mm-hmm. Like you should do what absolutely makes you feel right in this situation. Mm-hmm. And even if it makes her upset, you're not responsible for her feelings. And mm-hmm. she has no reason to be upset over that, honestly. Like that's her own shit. Don't worry mm-hmm. about that. Uh, again, not, you're, you know, I'm not saying it's going to be easy. Mm-mm. But at the end of the day, you're not responsible for how your sister feels about how you spend your inheritance. No matter if it's on a mountain bike, if it's on a new house, if it's on a, a trip to Sweden, you know, like <laughs> – she should have no concern over how you spend your inheritance money, just like you have no concern over how she spends hers. Mm-hmm. Number three, I'd like to bring this up, this opportunity to go back to my inheritance. <laughs> Let's oh turn boy. this around on me for one second. I still <laughs> would like to there push. Is none. <laughs> I would like to push for, uh, you know, uh, uh, a 70, 30, uh, 70, oh, uh, 15, 15 split of. <laughs> Of your inheritance, mom. Just want to keep that. <laughs> okay. Uh, just it popped get, up in my head. You'll get a hundred dollars. <laughs> they'll all get what? I'm just going to get a bunch of shit from the Goodwill is what I'm going to get, <laughs> which is the bad news. I'm going to get 70% of the Goodwill shit in our house. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, I, I uh, yeah, no, but all seriousness, I, 
Do you agree with that though? I don't think there's anything else to say here. I mean, you can call in if you want to argue that like I absolutely 100% do not believe you should give a shit what your sister has to say about your inheritance. And I'm That's sure it. I'm sure that a lot of our listeners have had this same scenario in their family. So how did that work for you? I mean, that would be yeah. helpful. If you have, like, hear. has there been issues? Like, and, and like, yeah. Cause I think what we're going to hear is a lot of families that split over this kind of stuff. Yes, and, and I that think is that's what happens. I think that's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. So sad. I, yeah. What do you think? Um, 888 Kramer 8. Obviously, this is a stressful situation, so we'd love to hear from you. 888-Kramer8. Call us. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, that's awesome. All right, Mom, that's going to do it for you today. I love you. Okay, honey. Love you forever. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I freaking love all the text messages this week. I don't think I've said anything else in this podcast of supplement. Uh, supplement? No, that's not what the word I'm looking for. Of uh, substance. There's the word. That it has struck a chord with you as much as Bozo the Clown. I've gotten the most amount of text messages about Bozo the Clown and what I experienced in Chicago. I'm so happy that I could bring that experience to you because I was like geeking out and I was like, I don't know if anyone else is going to be able to appreciate this. So you didn't listen to, I think it was Tuesday, Monday's podcast. Was it Monday? Yeah, it was Monday's podcast. Uh, go back and, and check out the excitement that is bringing everybody that listens to this podcast about Bozo the Friggin' Clown. Uh, all right, that's it for today. Love you. We got one more show to go this week for tomorrow. Jimmy Max is going to be on. We'll see you then. Make it the best day ever. Why not? Okay, that's it for today. Thanks for listening to my son's podcast, Certified Mama's Boy. Be sure to review and subscribe and tell your friends. Love you forever.